Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Their experience in sports varies. Of course, uh, Vinny's got uh, experience in the NFL, and I sucked at uh, electric football. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 Fan. I will admit on the air, however... I've been practicing at electric football, so I've gotten a lot better. I used to like to play that. I'm lying. I haven't played that game in like 40 years. Vinny and Haiti 105. Everybody sucks at electric football. There's no good electric football play. Just the way they hit. Ravens, well, they're number one team in the AFC right now. Eight and three. Bob Haiti, Vinny Serrato. Turn it up Tuesday. Here to talk about that on the WGK Law Guest Hotline and other things. He's our colleague here on The Fan, checking it up sports. He is Cordell Woodland. Cordell, good morning. What's going on, guys? A little of this, a little of that. All right, Harbaugh threw that little teaser out there yesterday that Mark Andrews, there's a chance, could be back this year. I mean, we'll play amateur doctors. Your optimism level that that becomes reality is what? Not very high. Uh, I mean, it, I just can't allow myself to um, think that that is the odds-on favorite thing to happen. I mean, it'd be great, of course. It'd be great to get Mark Andrews back on the field. Um, he means so much to those guys on and off the field, for sure. But, I, you know, I just think it's dangerous to um, anticipate somebody returning with that type of injury. If he does, great. You know, especially if he's able to kind of jump back in and, and be a big-time producer for them the way that he was. Um, but, it, you know, I, I just think that all they can do right now is give these tight ends that they do have on their roster uh, as many opportunities as they can. Uh, Isaiah, likely the likelihood, no pun intended, that his uh, production increases dramatically would be what over the next few weeks? Well, it'll increase from what it's been. Um, I don't think he'll be the new Mark Andrews. I'm, I'm not necessarily looking at Isaiah Likely and thinking that he'll be the guy to get seven to ten targets a game, that he'll be the third down safety net, um, that he'll be the red zone threat that Mark Andrews was. I think Isaiah Likely obviously has talent. He showed that last year when Mark Andrews wasn't healthy. But I, I, I don't think that he's going to be able to just slide in there the way that he did last year. I'll give him that. Last year in Roman's offense, he was able to kind of come in and give you Mark Andrews-esque type of production. I don't know if that's what he'll be able to do this year. We'll see, um, but I, I think it'll be more spread around. I would look for 
more wide receiver heavy packages. I would look for guys like Odell if he's healthy, uh, who, who's really starting to heat up with Lamar over these last three games. I think he's going to probably, and he and Bateman will probably end up being the biggest beneficiaries. Uh, Cordell, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I, and, and you know who I think is going to get a bunch more too because they'll try to get him in space? Keenan Mitchell. I, I think he'll be involved in the pass game some too, just because he's Cordell. He's a home run hitter. You know, with home run hitters, you gotta you you gotta get him pitches. Yeah, I mean, and to his credit, they look good on some of those screens that they've ran for yep. him. And we know how the Ravens have struggled with the screen game over the years. Keaton Mitchell, he has kind of been a bright spot in in that area of the pass game. So yeah, I mean, I think I think for them, they'd like to get Keaton Mitchell the ball more. Um, no matter how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're still trying to figure out, you know, how to use him in the run game. And just in general, in general, I think they're still trying to figure out how to use him. Obviously, we saw his, you know, the, the big plays kind of go away this past Thursday against Cincinnati. But that's expected division game. He's not, he's not going to average 15, 17 yards a pop for his career. It's just not what, uh, what the type of player that he is, but he definitely has that home run ability. And I, I think as time goes on, Tom Munkin is still trying to figure out how to best use him. Hey Cordell, I'm guessing that Darby, Darby and Stevens are going to be the guys. It seems like Rocky sin. He's a penalty waiting to happen, you know, so I don't, I don't anticipate him getting a lot of run Sunday. Yeah, I mean, it'll be curious to see. I mean, I, I, I'll definitely give you, I think Darby has earned the right to play more. Um, Darby had himself a good game Thursday, I thought. Um, Darby's really been good for them when they've thrown him out there for the most part. Uh, the only one I could think of, I think, is when the uh, T. Higgins touchdown in week in, in the first game against Cincinnati where they caught him in the red zone against Darby. Outside of that, n- not many bad plays are jumping out to me when I think about Ronald Darby, and we know what Stevens has been this year. I've gone on record over almost a month now calling him the best corner on the team this year. That's that's mm-hmm. how he's played. I mean, yeah. they, they trusted him Thursday night to go out there and pretty much shadow Jamar Chase. You didn't really hear anything from Jamar Chase until garbage time. Just all year, Brandon Stevens has been consistent for them. It'll be curious to see what they decide to do with Keenan Allen, considering he lines up a lot in the slot, how they'll go about matching up with him. Do they trust Millett against the Keenan Allen? Will you see more Kyle Hamilton in the slot the way that we did this past week? We'll see. But I, I, I definitely love the way that Brandon Stevens is playing. Yeah, I, I think that I, I think Cordell putting Stevens on Keenan Allen. I think no matter I, I just match him up wherever he goes because he's got the size and speed, and Allen's not the fastest guy. He is one of the craftiest dudes that you'll watch on film. You know, he knows how to find open space. He knows how, you know, when Herbert's scrambling to find an open area. Cordell, do you know that he's had 113 targets, all right? The next most on the team is 38 with Eckler. (laughs) You know, so shutting down Keenan Allen, if you shut down Keenan Allen, you take a lot, a lot of that pass game away. Yeah, you do. I mean, and look, a lot of that is due to injuries. Mike Williams gone for the year. Right. He got hurt a few weeks ago. Um, uh, Josh Palmer, who was really starting to come on yeah. after Mark, Mike Williams went down, he gets hurt. He's on IR right now. Quentin Johnson, the first-round pick, 
who I kept telling people to stay away from. This dude, is he, he was dropping passes in TCU. Yep. He's dropping passes again in L.A. The same thing's happening. So, yeah, I mean, you're right. Austin Eckler hasn't been as big a part of the pass game the way that he has been the last few years. Um, even in stuff, and even when he does get the ball, Eckler isn't showing that big playability nope. that we've seen from him uh, for most of his career. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, you take away Keenan Allen, and granted, that's a big thing to try to do because even despite everybody knowing he's getting the ball, he's still terrorizing defenses right now. I, I just don't know how comfortable they'll feel with having Stevens go to the slot, an area where Keenan Allen is so comfortable at. You know, clearly, he's very comfortable there. I don't know how comfortable the Ravens will be to put Stevens there. We haven't seen him in the slot a lot. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I just be curious to see how they play that. Yeah. We did see him a lot at training camp. And then like when he first came in, remember when he was going to play safety Cordell, they had him in the mm-hmm. slot a bunch. Now Cordell, the thing that the biggest concern that I have because Deshaun Watson made so many plays running Herbert's a much better runner. You know, Herbert can run. So they're going to have to be extremely disciplined or play a spy or do something because he killed Green Bay running. Yeah, he did. And, and you, they've definitely got to be careful um, when you get into some of those third and sixes or mm-hmm. third and fives or the two-minute drill because, yeah, that that's really when Herbert um, will use his legs. And we just talked about how Keenan Allen's really the only guy he trusts at this point. If he's not open, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, obviously he'll look at Eckler. Um, for a check down maybe, but if not, his legs are probably option number three yep. at this point for him in uh, in, in that passing game. And so um, I, I would imagine that they're going to be keen on that, but he does he can lure you to sleep with the way that he's able to throw the ball. So they definitely got to be careful about not looking at him as kind of a one-dimensional quarterback. He, he definitely has some mobility to him. He's not Lamar Jackson, but he can, you know, go pick up a couple of first downs with his leg. So they're going to have to tackle in space. They can't have those things happen that happened against Cleveland where Watson is squeaking through two tackles at a time and arm tackling guys. They definitely got to bring Herbert down. He's Cordell Woodland shaking it up sports Cordell real quick. This game against the chargers, Ravens four point favorites. We can point all of the weaknesses we want. There are four and six on the outside looking in maybe with a lame duck head coach. But is there a concern level for you about this game, given the fact they do have a franchise quarterback, they do have a guy with 11 sacks on defense, and they do have some weapons here? Yeah, I mean, you, you got to be careful with these guys. I've been saying it for the last couple of weeks, and by no means do I think that the Chargers are better than the Ravens. They're no. not. But it does, you know, in the NFL, the, the best team doesn't always win. So, yeah, you're going out there, primetime game, um, and, you know, the bye right around the corner. They've got to be careful to not be looking past this team and looking towards getting on a flight to go somewhere or looking ahead to that rest that they're about to get. Um, I'll be curious to see who plays in this game. Does what, What's Beckham's practice schedule like this week leading up to the game? Um, but, uh, yeah, they've definitely got to be careful to not go out there and have a letdown game as they just took first place in the AFC and with the bye right around the corner. This is definitely a beatable team, but it is a team that plays better at home. But even still, it, the Ravens should win this game. Cordell Woodland, happy Thanksgiving to you and the family. We'll talk to you soon. 
Happy Thanksgiving, guys. All right, Cordell, you too, buddy. There's Cordell, everybody. It's Vidi Haney, 105.7 The Fan. We'll come back. It's the Weber Round. What happened in the world of sports yesterday and beyond? Historically, we mean. We'll get into as much as we can. Vinny's Dirty does it. We're the 12 best teams in the National Football League through 11 weeks. Funhouse trip, Nolan McGraw. He's always ready to rock and roll there. News from the Nets. Going to hear more from John Harbaugh. Coming up top of the hour, buy or sell. Where's the pre-Thanksgiving money? Turn it up Tuesday style. And the Wizard. Walt Williams will be joining us to talk about Maryland. One and three start. Losers of three in a row. They cannot make a hoop. Walt Williams was nothing but buckets when he was at the collegiate level. He's going to share his concerns later in the show. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Vinny and Hades with Brought to you by Box Hill Pizzeria and Crab Cakes. The best crab cakes in Harford County. 1057 The Fan. All right, so a little turn it up Tuesday, whip around, Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Just tuning into the program. We'll talk about this more later in the show. NFL lunch, but Matt Canada, Gonza, offensive coordinator, Pittsburgh Steelers. We remember him in the noble job that he did as the interim coach for Maryland back in 2018, but he has been under some serious scrutiny with the Steelers. Their offensive performance has been brutal. They've been outscored and ev- outgained, I should say, yep. in every game here in 2023. And after Sunday's loss, Vinny, I guess enough was enough. First time since 1941 they fired a coach, head coach, or coordinator during the season. I I, I just think, Bob, it was way past due. And, you know, kind of like the the Jets benching Zach Wilson, it was like, you know, come on, when are you going to do it? Because the players, the players get frustrated, you know, and I think, you know, that the players for the Steelers, I think they were frustrated offensively. And then when you see it time after time, I mean, it's like pulling. You can't make a first down. I mean, so they got to try something different. 
So uh, Matt Canada is out. Been looking at the interweb. I'm Nolan. I don't know if you've seen it. Who is replacing him as the play caller? But that news right now is a little bit scarce at that time. And we'll see if this will juice them up a little bit offensively. The Steelers. College football coming up this Saturday. Maryland at Rutgers. 3.30 kickoff. Terps one-point favorites there. Both teams identical. Six and five. Three and five in the Big Ten. Both teams are bowl eligible, bowl destination to be determined. I guess Maryland, if they go seven and five, helps their cause. Don't really know what that would tie them into, but you can hear that game here on 1057 The Fan Maryland Hoops tonight, taking on UMBC. We'll talk to Walt Williams about that coming up at 1230. Maryland's lost three in a row. UMBC, the Retrievers have won three in a row. So we'll got that. Uh, we have that game for you as well. That was on Big Ten Network, by the way, for your viewing pleasure. Seven o'clock tip-off. College Hoops last night in the Big Ten. It was number two, Purdue. Coming back to beat Gonzaga in the second half, 73-63. The Zags actually led at halftime. Gonzaga ranked number 11. And then Purdue pulled away late out in Maui. So Purdue, they've got an interesting matchup coming up tonight against number seven, Tennessee. Also in the conference, Wisconsin. These are all uh, Feast Week tournaments, by the way. Wisconsin 65-41 over number 24, Virginia. So the Badgers get a little puffy pants win there up at Madison Square Garden. Indiana 74-66 over Louisville. As we said, Tennessee and Purdue coming up tonight in Maui. The nightcap of that one, about 10-30 tip. Number one, Kansas. Number four, Marquette. Number four, Marquette held off UCLA last night in a fun game late in the evening, it's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. It's the whip around NBA on a Monday night down in D.C. Well, let's see. The Wizards are playing. That means the team they faced was going to score a lot of points. And last night, it was, uh, you know, the Milwaukee Bucks. They're pretty good. High ball screen coming for Giannis. Let's see what Giannis can do with it. He leans on that jumper, follows his own shot, and dunks it home. Monumental sports on the call. Giannis and Tentacupo, 42 points, 13 boards, 8 assists. Uh, Kyle Kuzma had a good game, 22-3 and 13 assists. But it was 142-129. Game was close into the fourth quarter, and the Bucks pulled away to win handily. Wiz now, what, 2-11, I believe, on the year? Something zany, crazy. They got Charlotte coming up tomorrow night. Miami, 118-100 over the Bulls. Haywood Highsmith. Archbishop Curley now starting for them. They've got some Tyler Heroes out for a while, but seven points, two boards, three assists. Bam Adebayo, 23-11-6 as Miami starting to percolate here after a slow start. Minnesota, 117-100 over the Knicks. Manuel quickly, 15 points, bricking it up, one for seven from beyond the arc. You know, a guy that we don't talk about a lot because we don't really talk about the Timberwolves. But Anthony Edwards is having a monster season, 23-10-5 for the T-Wolves, who are off to a very good beginning to this 2023-24 season. New Orleans, Puffy Pants, Sacramento, Hammer Time, 129-95. Kevin Herter back from a finger issue, 10 points, 3 assists there. Brandon Ingram, Dookie, 31-4-3. So 129-93. Or is that a 5? I can't understand. They got blown out. Whatever it was this day historically in the world of sports. How about we go back to 1972 up in Buffalo? 
the Baltimore Bullets, as they were called, 124-88 over the Buffalo Braves, as they were called. Braves now the Clippers, Bullets now the Wizards. Phil Chenier pumping in 27 with seven boards, nine assists. The Big E, Elvin Hayes, one of the most underrated players in the history of the league, 20 and 11 there. Mike Reardon, that crazy bastard. He had 22.6 assists, 12 boards. Mearden, or Mike Reardon might be best known for the Barrio in Annapolis for many years, called Reardon's. Bob McAdoo, who was just a rookie, had 15 points for the Buffalo Braves there. 1977 on this date, Eddie Murray was named American League Rookie of the Year. 283, 27 bombs, 88 ribbies, 807 OPS. We know his story. World champ, Hall of Famer, 3,000 hits, 500 homers, multiple gold gloves. Got hosed out of a couple of MVPs, in my humble opinion. But on this day, 46 years ago, Eddie Murray. Named American League Rookie of the Year. But on this day in uh, Carolina, I think of Bank of America Stadium, I guess it was called back then. 2010. Mm. Nolan, you were just a young kid. Ravens taking on the Carolina Panthers. 37 13. TJ Husmanzada right out of the gate, 56 yard from Joe Flacco. Now Cleveland Brown, Joe Flacco. How about DeWan Landry and Ray Lewis, both with pick six touchdowns? Damn. In that game, Billy Cundiff, who was an all pro in 2010, three field goals. Ray Rice had a TD. Ravens 37 13, improved to 7 3 on the year. Made the playoffs, lost that disappointing game to the Steelers. Talk about painful Ravens losses. That went up in Pittsburgh, Nolan. That divisional round game, blowing that 14 on the lead. That was a tough one, but we'll get to that. As we get closer to that date, Vinny and Haney, 105.7, the fan, Dirty Dozen, who are the 12 best teams in the NFL through 11 weeks, which ended last night, week 11, with Philadelphia 21-17 over the Chiefs. Eagles, best record in football. Ravens, number one seed in the AFC. What does this mean now? Probably nothing, but we're talking about that. And if you're on the phone, tank tight. We got a funhouse trip with Nolan McGraw. And then news from the Nesk. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Coming up at noon. Vinny and Haney's Dirty Dozen. Twelve best NFL teams, according to our GM, Vinny Serrato. You're damn right I'm serious. Look, they might not be pretty, but any one of mine is worth ten of yours. 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. You know, this started up T
of the NFL season came to an end last night as the Eagles go to uh, Giha at Arrowhead and beat the Chiefs 21-17 in the rain, improvising, adapting, and overcoming Kansas City. Unfortunately, if you're a Chiefs fan, a lot of brick hand moves out there by the receivers, but that's a them thing. See, uh, week's over. Now we're off to week 12, and after 11 weeks of performance, we have dis- uh, Vinny has established at a dirty dozen. Who are the 12 best teams in the NFL heading into Thanksgiving weekend? All right, last week, recap, Bob. Philly 1, Kansas City 2, Detroit 3, San Fran 4, Dallas 5, Cleveland 6, Baltimore 7, Miami 8, Jacksonville 9, Minnesota 10, Seattle 11, Cincinnati 12. So, coming in. At number 12 for the first time this season, 5-5 five five Denver beat Minnesota 21-20. They're hosting Cleveland. Denver has 12 takeaways, 5 interceptions, and 7 fumble recoveries in the last three games. This is a team that gave up 70 points in a game this season. Yeah. They, won five, they lost 5 in a row. Now they've won 5 in a row. How about that? Yep. And, you know, the plus-minus is huge. They're getting turnovers. Number 11, 6-5 and five Buffalo. They're back. Beat the Jets 32-6. We're going to find out. They're at Philly. Bills are third in the NFL, scoring a touchdown on 66% of their trips to the red zone. It seems like they, let's just say, the other 34% are pretty loud because yeah. they find ways to lose. Coming in at 10, 6-4 and four Houston. They beat Arizona 21-16. They're hosting Jacksonville. Well, that place is going to be crazy this week. Finally, the Houston fans got some, you know, a big game. Houston is second in the AFC in total offense. The Singletary's been outstanding for yes, them the last has. couple of weeks. Coming in at nine, seven and three Cleveland beat Pitt 13-10. They're at Denver. The Browns have five games this season where they allowed under 110 yards passing. And I guess last week was one of them. Yeah, it seemed like it. It was like it was almost like Pittsburgh had negative yards passing. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's why Canada's gone. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Coming in at number eight, seven and three, Jacksonville. They beat Tennessee thirty-four fourteen. They're at Houston. The Jags D is third in the NFL, allowing thirty-three point eight percent on third down. They're going to get tested. That D's getting tested this week. Coming in at seven, seven and three, Miami. They beat the Raiders 20-13. They're at the Jets on Friday, I believe 3 o'clock. That is the Black Friday game. First one in the NFL. I think that's cool. Jalen Ramsey has allowed a quarterback rating of 0.0 when targeted. He has three picks on 16 targets. That's a prime video game, by the way. Oh, shit. Got uncool real quick, didn't it? Do we have that with Nolan, by the way? I, I apologize for not knowing. Uh, good question. I I think we do. I mean, I'm going to be in a hotel. I'm sure they don't have prime video. Communication breakdown. <laughs> or lack of communication. Two cool songs, Zeppelin and Rat. Coming in at six. Both Atlantic records, by the way. Seven and three, Dallas. Beat Carolina 33-10. Dallas is 32-22-1 and one all time on Thanksgiving. They're eight and four versus Washington. And they're playing the middle game on Thanksgiving. Yeah, it doesn't exactly bring back memories of Clint Longley way back when, does it? No. Coming in at five, eight and three, your Baltimore Ravens beat Cincy 34-20. They're at the Chargers Sunday night. 
Brandon Stevens has gone 427 snaps with without allowing a touchdown. About 420 coverage snaps without allowing a touchdown. Good job, Brandon. Not bad for, uh, not bad for a running back. How's yeah. uh, borrow a line for Lamar? Coming in at number four, eight and three, Kansas City. Lost to Philly last night, 21-17. They're at the Raiders. Kansas City leads the NFL with 26 drops from receivers. Yep, and they suck in point production in the second half, too. Yeah, I mean, Bob, I mean, they they had the ball in the red zone twice, lost it on turnovers, and then dropped a touchdown. So, I mean, you're costing yourself 21 points in the second half. Coming in at two, seven and three, Sam Fran. Beat Tampa 27-14. They're at Seattle Thursday night for uh, whatever pie that you're, pumpkin pie, apple pie, whatever pie you're having Thursday night. The 49ers had an NFL pie, NFL pie, NFL high, (laughs) 38 pressures versus Tampa this season. How about that? And they're healthy. And Brock Purdy's coming off a game in which he had a perfect QB rating. And he didn't even know what that meant. Coming in at numero uno, 9-1 Philly. Beat KC 21-17. They host Buffalo. In their last 35 regular season games, the Eagles are 29-6. So in summary, Philly 1, San Fran 2, Detroit 3, Kansas City 4, Baltimore 5, Dallas 6, Miami 7, Jacksonville 8, Cleveland 9, Houston 10, Buffalo 11, and Denver 12. There you go. It's the Dirty Dozen. Who are the five worst teams in the NFL? You'll find out at 115 with the Feeble Five. We'll come back, take a couple of calls, squeeze in a fun house if we have time. News from the Nets. John Harbaugh met with the media yesterday. If you missed any of it, we'll have some of it for you by yourself. Let's count that Tuesday money. Then Walt Williams, the Wizards, going to be joining us at 1230. Look at Maryland's cold start to the season. One and three. Can't throw the ball in the ocean if they're on a boat. Got UMBC tonight at 7 o'clock. Hey, the Retrievers have won three in a row. Maryland, 19-point favorites. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Turn it up Tuesday, cracking it up to 12. Some stones for you, chosen by you, the people. Anything you want loud, we'll play it. Send your request to Nolan McGraw on the Plaza Board tax sign. He'll take care of it because we're aimed to place here on the fan. Got the NFL, or excuse me, news from the Nest noon, NFL lunch at 1. The Wiz, Walt Williams, 1230, talking about the dreadful start to the Maryland men's basketball season. Just an absolute disaster shooting the basketball so far. They bottomed out against Villanova. Because if it gets any worse than that, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it makes Matt Canada look like uh, Don Coriel <laughs> in the football world. who just got fired today as the OC of the Steelers. But let's get out to the phones. Go to Woodbury, get Joe. Joe, thanks for holding. What's happening, dude? No problem, man. I'll hold, I'll hold up an elephant on my back for you guys, man. You know, Thanksgiving coming. I know I won't be hearing y'all after the day, right? And Bob, no, we'll no, be, we'll here, be tomorrow. here tomorrow. Yeah. 
Okay, well, real quick, I'm going to digress. Bob, the secret to electric football was those little tabs <laughs> under the bottom. And then you had to take each man to see which way he'd go, left, right, or would he spin around in a circle. Then you designated each one of them to do a specific thing. I was a master, man. Really? Master. Well, I must have had yeah. 11 guys that went in circles because mine was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, but I just called to talk about, oh, man, last night's game, that Chiefs, Defensive line was getting – oh, man, I felt sorry for uh for the quarterback last night a little bit. And I was like, man, that defense they got there never had a defense like it. And then I got to thinking about offensive and defensive lines and, and uh, what made Brady so good. It seemed like they always knew how to reload his offensive line. So now I'm looking at our offensive line and what Lamar went through running for his life the last game. We got to shore up our line. I don't know how we're going to do it. Maybe Benny can come up with a secret potion or something, you know. But uh, I'm, all I want to say is I think all the trials we done went through in the first half of the season that made us a better team to go forward. Hopefully we can go 5-1, and one, but no less than 4-2 and two in our last six games. Y'all got to take it easy. All right, Joe. Thanks for the call. Yeah, uh, sacks were five versus one Kansas City got to Jalen Hurts five. Chris oh, Jones yeah. had a couple sacks. But, you know, Mahomes was under duress. He got clobbered a bunch of times yeah. last night. And, uh, you know, their offensive line's not great, Kansas City's. I mean, he's just so quick and elusive and knows when to throw the ball, you know. And Lamar Lamar can avoid pressure. The pro- problem Lamar happens sometimes, you know, he'll hold the ball too long, and then he's got nowhere to go. Let's get back to the phones. Let's go to East Baltimore. It's Jason. Jason, what's up? Uncle Bob, Uncle Vinny, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah you too, man. You. Same to you and the family. <laughs> hey, man, I really appreciate you guys putting the spotlight on Chuck Smith earlier today because, man, I don't know how, why this guy ain't nobody's defensive coordinator. And no, no, he, no. no. Oh, time out one second. For like the last 11 years, he was just a pass rush guru, you know. So when he came in, he just learning – how to be a coach, you know, and stuff. So right now, you know, he, he works. So he's learning a lot about defense. Not that he didn't know it, but he's learning out how to coach defense. So he's not ready to be a coordinator. But he had, like, turned down overtures for years, right, about getting into the league as a coach at that level? Yeah, I, I imagine he's making pretty good money is just yeah. teaching pass rush. Plus, then you kind of control your own hours. I tell you what, it won't be much longer if he keep this up, man. Somebody he gonna be on somebody radar. I hope we can keep him. But I'm thinking, I feel the same way about T. Martin, man. I seen an interview with him on YouTube when he was talking about how he got the perfect dream job. He get to work every day with his favorite player, and Lamar. He's a you know Lamar Jackson is his favorite player, and I was just like, wow, to hear him speak in those terms about Lamar, it made me wonder what kind of relationship with Lamar had with uh, the previous quarterback coach i can't even think of his name what's his name um bob quarter oh urban, urban. james urban james urban well let, let me ask there? you let me let me ask you a question do you think if if um t martin was or, or if he was coaching uh justin herbert would that be his that would have been his all-time favorite guy to be with too uh, well guess what Vinny? did you hear justin herbert quarterback coach say justin herbert his favorite <laughs> his favorite player i mean Every time somebody gives Lamar a compliment, it's like uh, they just doing it because I think he genuinely feels that way, you know. Um, uh, and I love it. I love the fact that he's got that that fan, you know, enthusiasm enthusiasm to him. I think that you know that translates because you think about previously, Lamar always had a outside quarterback coach, right? He even brought um, 
Adam Dito to the team last year. He ain't do none of that this year with T. Martin. So they got some kind of rapport going with each other. But it's good to see. But I wanted to close with this. I think we're going out to L.A. I know we're going out to L.A. And we're going to cut the electricity off on the, on the charges. And, you know, I think it's going to be an exciting game. But I think it's going to be one-sided. One-sided. I think we're going to run through them. I hope we do anyway. But happy holidays, guys. Uh, you too. Thanks for having me on. Hey, thanks for the uh, call, Jason, as always. And, yeah, they lose the game. As we've talked about many times, you know, you get the uh, the highs of blowing out Detroit and just making Seattle look like they didn't belong in the same field. Then you lose it home to Cleveland, kind of puts you in a dire strait. Uh, the fans are losing their minds. They go out and lose to the Chargers. You know, next week, I mean, a lot of people running hot because then you're on the bye. You got two weeks to yeah. stew about that one. There's no bouncing right back. Let's bring Nolan McGraw and quick draw. How you feeling? Feeling good, uh, not to go back to the Terps offense, but Ugh. Friday night was actually historically bad for the Terps. I just saw this here from uh, Jeff Goodman, uh, covers college hoops, said that 40 points for Maryland on Friday, the fewest points the Terps have scored since March 5th of 1982. I remember that ACC tournament against NC State. There you go, and... Uh, that was before the shot clock. Was and that was when so. Lefty was playing stall ball because they didn't have the team to run. They played a lot of games like that that year because they tried to run early, got blown out. But the way they're losing out, I mean, I'm not saying the effort isn't there, but the Deshaun Harris-Smith, the freshman's had a rough go of it here last couple of games for sure. The lack of chemistry is is a little baffling to me. You have enough veteran players on your team that you should be able to overcome droughts. You know, if you need a spark, Dante Scott, Jameer Young, those should be your guys. You hey, mean your fifth-year senior Exactly, guys? and they're not getting the job done. So, I mean, okay, you want more out of the freshmen, but it's still early for them. I mean, you got two guys that should be able to get a bucket anytime they want, and they can't. Well, let's look at it this way, because we're going to keep the glass half full as we're heading into Thanksgiving. We'll talk to Walt Williams at the bottom of the hour. They got up to the great start last year, then hit the skids. This year, off to a slow start. Maybe they'll start to uh, improve the level of play. And wh- how do you really judge them over the next few weeks or a couple of weeks till they face Indiana? You know, taking nothing away from UMBC and South Alabama. I mean, what's the real game that defines what Maryland is? Now, if they go out and hit 50% from three tonight, you'll take it. Mm-hmm. I mean, but right now, they have a hard time scoring against the 105-7th fan All-Stars. Hey, we're pretty good. Think. Jeremy Kahn. Don't knock yeah. us. Oh, Point I'd guard. be in there. Oh, the Haney. kid, me banging threes. I can wave a towel at the end you of the game. You can wave a towel. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt about yeah. it. Landland, or Ken Wyman be the Landland's <laughs> the guy that, if Terry Ford was here, he'd be the he's the energizer, Bunny. I think Landland's that guy now. What about Ken? What's he the... He's, he's setting picks. Pick and roll, baby. <laughs> Does it's, he just stay at one end, though? <laughs> it's Vinny and Haiti. 105, <laughs> 7 of the fan. We'll come back. News from the next top of the hour. You got buy or sell. Let's count that. Turn it up Tuesday money. And Walt Williams. Walt Williams is 15. He could probably still drop 30 right now on his day. So we'll talk to Walt about that. NFL lunch at 1 o'clock. Feeble 5. Who are the five worst teams in the NFL? We gave you the dirty dozen led by the Eagles. And rightfully so, by the way. But who are the five worst? So many candidates to choose from. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 